0: Greetings again, everyone, and welcome to another episode of OSI Today, the podcast featuring news and views from around the Office of Special Investigations. I'm Wayne Eamon from OSI Public Affairs, and in this edition, we continue our special series, My OSI Journey, which showcases the diversity and inclusion of our command-wide members. And today, I'm very pleased to be joined by OSI command chaplain, Major John Smithley. Sir, welcome to the program and
1: to OSI
0: as the command's first command chaplain. Great to have you with us.
1: Good morning, and uh, thank you, uh, Wayne, for having me here today.
0: Now, uh, I have to ask you, sir, right off the bat, uh, has the title, uh, first OSI command chaplain, uh, sunk in yet for you?
1: Uh, no, it has not. Um, I wasn't even sure about it and I wasn't sure to put it even in my, uh, signature block of my emails <laughs> and I got it verified.
0: There you go. Very good. Uh, now in checking your bio, uh, uh, before we uh, went on the air today, uh, I noticed, uh, you know, something very interesting that uh, you obviously uh, from your bio did not start uh, in the chaplaincy or even uh, as an officer. You began as an enlisted troop uh, in uh, supply as a supply technician. Can you kind of ramp our listeners up a little bit as to how uh, John Smithley, uh went from supply to the chaplaincy and from uh, enlisted to the officer ranks?
1: Uh, yes, sir. So I enlisted in uh, June of 1992, two weeks out of high school from Newport News, Virginia. Uh Did four years active duty enlisted. And during those four years, I did a little bit of uh, night school. I was at Scott Air Force Base. So I was going to Belleville Area College. And now it's called Southwestern Illinois University. Uh I went to night school uh, during some of those four years. I got out of active duty in 96 and went to the Air National Guard. I see. And there uh, in the Air National Guard, I finished my bachelor's degree in psychology. Uh-huh. Then I went straight to the seminary in Fort Wayne, Indiana. But I stayed in the Air National Guard and made staff sergeant in the year 2000. Right. Did seminary, stayed in the Air National Guard for those years. And as soon as I graduated seminary, I applied to become a chaplain also in the Air National guard uh-huh. back in the state of Illinois. That was where I got my first church, a dual parish uh-huh. in Southern Illinois. And then right. I became a chaplain in the guard and did that for about five years because it took about a year to do the paperwork to go from enlisted to two officer and a chaplain. I see. Did that for five years while being a parish pastor. And then in 2009, I left the Air National Guard and went back to active duty. And that first assignment was down to Tyndall Air Force Base, Panama City, Florida.
0: Right, right. Very interesting. Uh, I do have to ask, uh, I always ask, you know, when talking to uh, uh, people of the cloth, I guess as they say, uh, when did you know that it was uh, your calling to be uh, to uh, uh, you know become a, a chaplain and to join the chaplaincy? Uh, was there some uh, one thing or a series of things that uh, convinced you that uh, that was going to be your life's uh, avocation?
1: Uh, great question. So, I, and I'll even go. I'll back it up further than that. I I felt the call uh, that I wanted to be a pastor one day, and at that time, I thought a youth pastor. But I probably felt that call around 12 years old and i just played with that idea for a, a little bit uh uh-huh. when when i went to basic training at lackland air force base uh that first sunday and that first sunday would have been around the july 4th weekend of 1992 right and it was probably a four-day weekend for most of the staff so we didn't we didn't see the uh ti as much but the first sunday at lackland air force base in 1992 i said i want to be a chaplain one day In the United States Air Force. So from the very first Sunday, that was my heart's desire and my goal. And it took me about uh, 12 years to get my bachelor's and master's and and some of that was while on active duty, but my goal was to be a chaplain from the very first Sunday.
0: Right. Right, sir. Uh, uh, you mentioned uh, uh, earlier that uh, you got a, uh, a, a psychology degree uh, during your, you know, academic uh, ramping up uh, over the years. Uh, how has that uh, really uh, helped you as far as uh, uh, being a chaplain? I would imagine it would uh, it helps out because uh, uh, you talk to a lot of people. I would imagine, you know, in your line of work.
1: Yes, um, and and I never would have known that uh, prior or firsthand, but that's. Where my strengths were, and I was just, I was led to go into that area of uh-huh. studies for my bachelor's degree. Uh, but and I'll, and it was an emphasis in counseling, but it was just dealing with human uh, interactions with people, uh, relationships, marriage, family, children, um, relating to single people, uh, just the whole circle, the whole gamut. Of dealing with people and relationships, right. and how how can I be effective and communicate and listen to people to then help them? And that was the emphasis of uh, of that degree. Right. Little did I know um, that I would be using that quite a bit
0: right right and hey, and here you are you i'm sure you'll be able to uh uh employ that uh, quite a bit uh with uh, the office of special investigations uh, because the osi you know from the get go has has always considered itself a very close knit family and uh when you mention the word family uh uh that that conjures up uh, that close knit nature of uh, uh communication as you said and 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 opening up with folks
1: yes i i agree
0: now uh uh getting uh, closer to your uh, uh beginnings here with uh, the office of special investigations when and how did you become uh, interested in law enforcement if you did at at a certain point and subsequently osi how did how did you matriculate uh, to the command as they say
1: all right so that that's a very interesting question and so i actually had a uh, also a desire to do law enforcement in high school uh-huh. uh huh as a senior there in newport Miss virginia at my high school you had the option to do a Votech class. Um, some people did mechanics or air conditioning, auto, auto mechanics, you know, auto body, stuff like that. Right. Uh, heating and air. I did law enforcement there half yeah. a day each day of the senior year. And right. I used that to go into the Air Force. Um, I do have a brother that's a police officer uh, in Newport News, Virginia as well. I see. So I've always been attracted to that. But being enlisted, and then, uh, as I mentioned earlier, my focus was on to become a chaplain. And I've done that uh, now for about 16 years as a chaplain, some guard, some active duty.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But how it came to be for me, last year I was attending school at Maxwell Air Force Base, and I got an email from the executive officer of Brigadier General Bullard. Right. That email was from Lieutenant Colonel Fernandez and said, hey, Chaplain Smithley, General Bowler is going to be down at Maxwell having dinner with all the OSI agents, and you're invited to come. We hear that you're going to be working at the Russell Knox building. And I wrote back, Sir, uh, my apologies. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, I hadn't.
0: <laughs> Surprised.
1: Yes. I hadn't got the email from the Chaplain Corps yet. Right. Uh, it was coming, but I hadn't got it yet to notify me that I was going to OSI to be their chaplain. I see. So I get this email out of the blue, and I'm like, they clearly had the wrong person because I don't know anything about OSI.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Um, and I just didn't even know about this dinner, but I was invited to go to it. And it was kind of funny because the Lieutenant Colonel Fernandez told our commander. "Right, I think we just notified him or let him know that he's coming here. So it was kind of funny. Wow. That's, but that's the, how I found out. Yeah. And and then I've been doing that uh, that process, the pro staff investigation and all that to, to come on board that. That took a couple of right. months to get done right to leave Maxwell to come to uh, Quantico
0: right, right now uh, uh, chaplain um, uh, again, you've only been uh, with the organization for a short time, but uh, did you encounter any challenges uh, uh, you know once you uh, were told that or uh, uh, assigned i guess uh, to be the uh, command chaplain for OSI, and uh, if there were any specific challenges, uh, how did you overcome them?
1: So as I mentioned, the challenges were to get orders out of Maxwell, and that's true of any other person in the military. And then also do to do the uh, pro staff investigation, so I'd be cleared and accepted to do that paperwork. And they gave me a checklist. The OSI agent down at Maxwell was very helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I had to do the uh, the TS application, the top secret. Uh, Clearance application and equip,
0: right? And it just
1: took time, right? And so, what I learned was, and this is true of anything in life and with any other person, to just to do a little bit every day, but and to do it every single day, to get that task done in a very short amount of time, so I could get orders and get here. So you just work that list, and and when I say a little bit, some sometimes it might have been a twelve-hour day, but whatever it takes to get the job done and to do it well.
0: Oh, definitely, uh, Chapman. Uh, was there any uh, challenge in uh, uh, being able to uh, assimilate to the you know the way OSI talks and and you know the acronyms and all the the the, the lingo that goes with uh, this law enforcement organization?
1: Well, I haven't got there yet, so I'm still in the process and in the learning. There's a huge curve here. <laughs> I'm still in the transition. What what I thought was kind of funny and just a small side joke, right? When I got here, uh, uh, it was the day I checked in, I think July 1st. Uh That was probably the day right before the four-day weekend for July 4th weekend. Right. And there was nobody there in the building uh, but but me. And I was trying to turn stuff in. And so I thought that was funny. That, And I get it. Most people were teleworking, and it's a four-day weekend coming. Right. And I show up (laughs) on that Thursday before the long weekend, and I couldn't find hardly anyone.
0: Wow. Well, just uh, funny. I would imagine that would be uh, yeah, kind of an eye opener, but uh, uh, I'm sure uh, you're, you're assimilating very well uh, since then. Um, I, well, I, you know, you hear a lot about the word inspire, you know, in, uh, uh, in we're talking about the chaplaincy, uh, you know, inspiration. Uh, is there anyone or anything that really inspires you to do your best, realizing that uh, you're again, you're a newcomer to OSI, but uh, uh, leading up to your time here at OSI, uh, what inspires you to do your best?
1: Okay, uh, th- thank you for asking that. So I would say after my faith in the Lord, I'm I, a Protestant Christian chaplain, uh, after my faith in the Lord, uh, I would say my wife, Amy, we've been married. We just celebrated our 25th anniversary. Oh, congrats. And so I've learned more from her than any book or anything like that. Not that we shouldn't read and study, but, but I've learned just as much from her by being married to her for 25 years and having family. Right. I would say she inspires me. The the joke we have in the house is I'm the major, uh but she's the colonel. <laughs> and so uh she inspires me to do to do my absolute best every single day because as a chaplain I should be about glorifying God and loving my neighbor and helping everybody else. Right. I'm called to serve. And so she inspires me, uh, my family. Right. And then here's what I've learned the last eight weeks. When I'm on the uh, main side of base and I see all the young Marines and there's some other branches too. I see them them working out and jogging and they they like to run. I jog, but they run.
0: (laughs) I'm with you on that.
1: (laughs) That motivates me and inspires me because they are the leaders. They are the future. Uh And to see that those young people and they're working hard and doing their physical PT and all that. Uh, that motivates me and challenges me to keep to keep fighting to keep staying the game. Right, I'm I'm there to uh, serve and help them when when that need arises. Sure, sure. Uh, kind of a a, a tie to that question,
0: sir. Uh, what is the most gratifying part of your job? And not so much with OSI again because of your uh, newness to the organization, but the gratifying part of your job as a chaplain.
1: When somebody comes to my office and knocks and says do you have a minute chaplain or a phone call or can you attend this event uh either as the chaplain praying or just just to attend as uh the religious leader uh spiritual leader of the command Mm -hmm. but to attend their promotion or their retirement or if they have uh the birth of a child sometimes they're getting married and they want me to to do that ceremony or just to attend maybe they have their Civilian clergy doing it, but just to attend uh-huh. and support them and encourage them to celebrate those those victories in life. Uh, that's very gratifying, right? Right. And when we get to know our people uh in the good times and the fun and the times of joy and laughter and when things are okay, and they know their chaplain, then when other times things happen in life, they know their chaplain, and there's no Hesitate? You know, they don't hesitate. They can call, right? And my right. job is to respond and to help,
0: right? Very, very well said. Now, uh, realizing that hindsight is always twenty twenty, Chaplain, uh, if you could do it all over again, is there anything you would do differently or change about uh, your road to OSI?
1: I would say no. Uh, every assignment that I've had, and I, I think with prior enlisted active duty Air National Guard. And now chaplain on active duty again. I think this was our 10th move, uh-huh. uh, 10 assignments. No, I wouldn't change a thing because all of those have prepared me. Everything that I've learned and had to grow through and mature, the difficult times, the joyful times, that has led to where I am today. And it's made me who I am.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And so I, I, I don't look back and regret on anything. I wouldn't change a thing. I, I believe I every single assignment I've been where I was supposed to be uh, because I was called to be there.
0: Sure, sure, understood. Now, uh, again, albeit uh, you've only been with the organization a short time, uh, from your um, uh, position as the command chaplain, what direction do you envision OSI going into the future?
1: Now, let, let me clarify: when you say OSI is the command going in the future, or yes. Yes, chaplaincy the, part.
0: Yeah, well, uh, your chaplaincy, obviously, uh, as the uh, the first ever uh, OSI command chaplain, uh, what direction do you see perhaps that position going in uh, the future uh, for the organization?
1: Okay, well, I I, I I'm hopeful, and I envision that the chaplaincy part will grow uh, mm-hmm. staff-wise, uh, and I know it'll take time. There's budget concerns, and we always talk about the palm and right but i hopefully that it, it'll grow uh maybe a couple religious affairs airmen and one or two chaplains because we see the critical need for that uh-huh. there is a need for it and then it's almost like if, if you will build this um this field and all that uh they will come basically right. the field of dreams <laughs> love um, that movie <laughs> So if, if I build these fences and, 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 you know, the walls of the stadium and all that and the seats, if I lay the foundation and, and do it well and meet the critical needs of the people and then the Air Force and OSI see that, hey, this is critical, let's send more, more chaplain corps personnel to OSI. That's what I envision. Now, right. I know it will take time, though
0: sure sure it takes you and 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 you'll be the uh, the uh, the foundation for it all i'm, I'm sure uh chaplain smithley uh Obviously, diversity and inclusion has always been a, uh, a very important part of not only OSI as an organization, but, uh, uh, you know, the military as well. Uh, why, in your opinion, is diversity and inclusion uh, foundational to the success of OSI? Uh, obviously, uh, you know, div- uh, uh, diversity of thought and whatever and inclusion is, is very important uh, to the advancement of any organization. How do you view uh, d these days?
1: Okay, so I, I'll... I'll give uh one or two small analogies of course they're not perfect but in the realm of sports say a baseball team you have the starting nine people right i i don't need nine catchers on the field i i need one catcher and eight other different positions uh mm-hmm. one which includes a, a starting pitcher so you have nine different positions that's diversity and inclusion I also have to have a deep bench. I have to have reserve uh, players, utility players, when people get injured. Mm -hmm. I have to have more uh, relief pitchers and a couple backup other positions. So I just can't have nine catchers on the field that that won't do well. Right. So it's nine different uh, specific uh, different positions and players needed for that baseball team. The same would be true for the NBA. My starting five, I don't need five centers. Right. I need five right. different key, key players. And when we bring them together, it makes one team. Sure. And and we sure. need that uh, diversity of thought and background and education and different experiences. And when we bring that together, we're much stronger.
0: Mm-hmm. Very, very well said. Uh, now, uh, if you can put on a recruiting hat uh, uh, momentarily, if you could, um, what advice, if any, would you give someone who would like to join OSI? Again, uh, you know, uh, from what you know and have been uh, able to glean so far of the organization, uh, what would be something you would tell somebody uh, that would like to, to join the organization? How would, you, how would you pitch OSI to someone?
1: So I would say, and, and this could be true of the Air Force or any other branch, but right. specifically OSI, because that's what we're talking about,
0: mm-hmm.
1: that we need people of character, we need people of integrity. Right. We need people that want to excel in their academics, their education, their physical fitness, uh, their finances, basically every aspect and pillar of their lives. Right. Uh, we're looking for excellence, uh, almost like a center of excellence here. And that's what OSI is. Uh-huh. But I want to harp on the character and the integrity and the honesty. Because that's really the foundation of everything in life. It has to be solid and trustworthy. It has to be true. Right. right. And that's what we're looking for men and women when, when we recruit uh, special agents and, and staff and so on. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're looking for people of character, integrity, honesty, and that excellence in everything we do. And, and we can't compromise on that. Uh, right. Right our national security and our interests and what we're doing as a country in OSI are too great and valuable, but we can't compromise on that at all.
0: Right. Very, very well said on that account as well. Uh, Chaplain Smithley, before we wrap things up uh, on our program, is there anything else that you'd like to add, sir?
1: I would say that uh, I'm grateful as the first chaplain, uh, command chaplain of OSI and really the first chaplain of OSI, Right. He just happens to be the command chaplain. Uh, I'm extremely grateful, and uh, gratitude goes a long way in life. It's kind of like hum- humility. It's, it's it's you have to have both. But being grateful and having a, a ounce of humility go a long way. Because if when we're not, let's say, I'll make it about me. If I if I'm not if I don't have gratitude, I'm not grateful about what I have and and where God has brought me. Right. And I'm not humble. Uh, People will see that. And I think they'll see that first in the chaplain. So I want to lead by uh, gratitude and humility that uh, that it's okay to to associate and talk to people of any rank, any class, anything like that. Right. uh, Because we've all been created by God and we're human beings. And my job is to love them Mm -hmm. and serve them and take care of them. And when we do that, I believe that helps our commanders quite a bit to get the mission done.
0: Terrific, sir. Thank you so much. Our guest has been OSI command chaplain, Major John Smithley. Sir, thank you so much again for taking the time to be with us. Uh, uh, I really enjoyed my conversation and and for meeting you uh, uh, here on uh, here on Zoom.
1: Hey, thank you. Uh, God bless to all.
0: And thanks to all of you listening for tuning in. For OSI Today, my OSI journey, I'm Wayne Amon saying so long for now.